On this episode of the podcast, we talk NBA preseason. We also analyze week four of the NFL, the Cowboys pull off a victory, and what in the world was Frank Wright thinking? You know what I think? And, and I've been thinking about this long and hard. Frank Reich felt so bad for don't Houston, say anything, Texas. Bro. Don't, don't say so anything, bro. For Houston, Texas. Don't do it. Don't do it. I know where you're going with this. So to make up for what he did. Nothing will ever make up for that. <laughs> ever. Okay? Nothing will ever make up for that. Uh, that has to be it. Nothing. I don't feel sorry for Frank Wright at all. Frank okay? Wright knew what he had done to the city of Houston. He did he not want to put y'all in that place He would have to again. do that for the next hundred years as the Indianapolis Colts head coach to, to even come close to making up for what he did to the Oilers. How dare you even bring that up, sir? How hey. dare you? I've told you many times in this podcast, don't bring that up. That's a very touchy subject for me. You're tuned into the New Channel Sports Podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the New Channel Sports Podcast. I am one of your hosts today. My name is Oeni. Sitting all the way across from me, big time Trey. What is going down, sir? What's up, man? How you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing quite well. Um, my team squeaked out a win this weekend. Uh, whew, that was a tough one to watch, but a win is a win, sir. I'm pretty sure that was like a, that was a bad beat, but hey. Hey, when you're 0-3, you take anything that you can get. But uh, I got to give a shout-out to Cowboy Nation because you know who else got to win. They squeaked out one, too. Hey, we'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> uh, Laker Nation, they they took one on the chin in preseason, but we're back. It's preseason. Braves, Tomahawk Nation, playoffs starting. Dodgers, uh, go, come, they got to come see us. So it's, what a time to be alive. I really hope the Astros go back to back. That'll, that'll just make my heart so happy. If they do, and it's not against the Braves, and yeah, I'll, I'll root for them. But yeah, it's gonna be they got they got to get past those Indians first. That's what they need to be worried about. That's true. That's what they need to be worried about. That is absolutely true. I have full confidence in my Astros that they'll get it done. Never settle, buddies. Never settle. Whoever wins that game will represent the AL in the. World Series and should be the favorite to win. I'm just telling you that right now. They they should be the. I'm not saying they're going to win it. I'm just saying they should be the favorite to win. I think the Astros won't get it done. We'll see. I got my money on the Astros. I, I just because of the way the podcast set up. Because you're a Braves fan, I would like to see the Astros. Amazing. Add the the Braves in the World Series. That would be great. I would love to see that. This is, <laughs> the, the the Rockets can beat the Lakers early this year. Then. The Astros gonna beat the Braves, and then you know coming up this Sunday, the Texans <laughs> are gonna whoop up on the Cowboys. Boy. That would just be great. We're gonna go for the sweep. What a, <laughs> the sweep. The trade sweep. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So guess what time it is, sir? What time is it? Famous athletes, famous quotes. New Channel Sports Podcast presents famous athletes, famous quotes. Okay. Are you ready, sir? I'm ready. You know how this goes down. I'm going to ask you some questions. You're going to try and guess who this famous athlete is. And then what do you mean try? You're going to try. I'm a sportsologist. You, I, you I, I, barely I, get it right. <laughs> you might have gotten it right once, and that was an easy one. 
This one's pretty easy, too. I think you might get this one. So the first question I'm going to ask you, um, not question, but I'm going to give you some clues as to who this person is, and then you're going to try to guess who it is. And then we're going to play a quote from that person. So this athlete was born June 30th of 1966. That's the only clue you get, sir. <laughs> so that would make him just a birthday. I'll give you more clues. Just, just take a guess, and then I'll give you more clues, man. Okay, that'd be that'd make him fifty-two years old. Um, Is your math correct, there, sir? Yeah, about that. Okay, yeah, somewhere around there. Sixty-six. Yeah. Um, shoot, I don't know. Just say, Lance Armstrong. No, wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this person won two gold medals. In the 1981 and 1982 Junior Olympic Games. So he's a boxer. Very good, sir. <laughs> You're getting warmer. You're getting warmer. Uh-huh. Give me a name. 52. 52-year-old boxer. Buster Douglas. And Evander Holyfield. You get one guess oh, at the one clue, okay? They're both wrong anyway. <laughs> All right. This person, you might get after this one, though. This person is in the WWE Hall of Fame 2012. WWE Hall of Fame 2012. Boxer. You still don't know it yet, bro? Oh, I, and I, I thought I was a wrestling fan. Is this some, it's probably just too easy. I'm forgetting who that is. Wow. He won his first 19 pro bouts by knockout or stoppage, stoppages. 12 of them were in the first round. Come on, bro. Mike Tyson? Mike Tyson, dude. He's Iron Mike Tyson. Yeah, man. Mike Tyson's old, And man. why is he in the WWE Hall of Fame? You remember he had that little, um, he was a referee back in DX time? Yeah, but enough yeah. to be in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, man, he's Iron Mike, bro. Vince McMahon, y'all tripping. I, think, <laughs> I guess I don't, I, I guess, maybe I thought he was closer to my age, I guess. I don't know. No. What? No, I don't know. He's I not that old. Hey, watch it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he also holds the record as the youngest boxer to win a heavyweight title. Uh, he was 20 years, 4 months, and 22 days old. Uh, we all know that he was convicted of rape and sentenced to a six-year sentence uh, in 1992. He was released on parole after serving three. Um, one of his more famous quotes was, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. <laughs> he has a bunch of famous quotes. Spinal. Yes. <laughs> Most of his quotes are pretty savage, so... <laughs> I'm not going to play any of those. The one I'm going to play is pretty, you know, it's pretty um, subtle from Mike Tyson. So this is this is a quote from, from Iron Mike Tyson. What I do, but you guys can't define me. I define my work as a father. I'm many things, you know, I'm many things. Yeah, I'm a convicted rapist. I'm, 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 a, I'm a hellraiser. I'm a father, a loving father. I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a semi-good husband, you know what I mean? What? You know what I mean? I'm just a man out here trying to enjoy my... I, I was born poor. I ain't never had nothing. Man. I don't know how to act, all right? But the real thing is, I'm just I'm just here to be me. I don't care what uh, you think you know what? I am or who, who anyone thinks I am um, at this stage of my life. But, um, yeah, I'm a pretty much of a tyrant titan. Yeah, that's who I am. All right, so that was uh, Famous Athletes, Famous Quotes. Iron Mike Tyson. All right, so let's get right into it. We have some NFL talk to get into, right? You're a Cowboy fan. I'm a Texan fan. Let's just start off with the Texans, sir. Let me get it off my chest. Uh, the Texans squeaked by with a win over the Indianapolis Colts. 
Frank Wright gave us a gift in that game. But um, there are a lot of positives in that game. Jadavid on Clowney and J.J. Watt, they came to play. If not for those two individuals, we're not talking about a win right now. Mm. Clowney scored a touchdown. Clowney had a, you know, that first quarter, he had a bunch of huge plays. That was a bad snap. But he, he was fell there. on he a was football. There, but it wasn't just that, though. He he he, he fell some, on top of a football. Oh, come on, man. Why, do you have to hate all your life, bro? Maybe You know what I think? And, and I've been thinking about this long and hard. Frank Reich felt so bad. For don't, Houston, say anything, Texas. Bro. Don't, don't say so anything, bro. For Houston, Texas. Don't do it. Don't do it. I know where you're going with this. So to make up for what he did. Nothing will ever make up for that. Ever. Okay? Nothing will ever make up for that. Uh, that has to be it. Nothing. I don't feel sorry for Frank Wright at all. <laughs> Frank okay? Wright knew what he had done to the city of Houston. He did he not want to put y'all in that place again. He would have to do that for the next hundred years. As the Indianapolis Colts head coach to, to even come close to making up for what he did to the Oilers. How dare you even bring that up, sir? How hey. dare you? I've told you many <laughs> times in this podcast, don't bring that up. That's a very touchy subject for me. I'm going to start talking Spurs all no day way. long. No, I'm hey. going to start talking Spurs. <laughs> I know you're a touchy subject, too. But there's no way he, he you know, could have – he gifted y'all that game. Like, he it gave was, it to you. It was. It was. I mean – um, Best case scenario, it would have been a tie. Y'all had no timeouts. Yeah, at that point, yes. The they best... punt the ball. Even if they punt it out the back of the end zone, you guys get the ball in the 25. You run one play, two plays, three plays, two plays in a Hail Mary, and that's bad. Like, yeah. that's just – When I saw everything develop, I did want them to go for it. I, I just thought there's no way he's going to go for it. But I was like, yes, please go for it because that was the only way we had the opportunity to win. And I think that maybe he was thinking the same thing. He wanted to win. He, well, he was like, screw the tie. I'm going to go for the win. And they had to go for it in that situation. It was a bad call. I mean, it, it just was. It was a bad route, bad pass, mm, bad everything. everything. Bad everything. But the the, the series of downs before that, um, when the third and two was dropped um, to con- on a conversion a little bit earlier, I can't remember the receiver's name who dropped it, but had he caught that, that whole game, that ending in that game would have been a little bit different. But, I mean, hey, a win is a win. You guys got the dub. You pulled one out. I mean, one and three is better than 0 oh and four. Um, but one and four is upon you. So, congratula- <laughs> congratulations on that hey, win, man. if that's what you want to call a it. A win is a win. If that's what you want to call it. Um, we talked about the positives being J.J. Watt, Clowney, um, the Kiki. The the third, the, the third, yeah, the third wide receiver. He He'll was, be the most picked up wide receiver in fantasy. Right, right. <laughs> but he was huge. He could his stats should have been even bigger than what they were. Yeah. He dropped a couple of passes that would have been big as well. But he was definitely a bright spot. Also, there we had the same problems in offensive line and in the secondary. Uh, you talked about this in previous podcasts, but Deshaun Watson has to get rid of the ball in certain situations. Man, he's trying to be Superman. You know, rolling outside the pocket, holding on to the ball, and taking sacks for 10, 15-yard losses. I mean, that does, that's not on the offensive line. I think he got sacked seven times there. Three of those sacks were on him. Right. 
if if that. I think I saw one where he was well, he could have just thrown the ball out of bounds, but he ran out of bounds. Like right. and it, it, I think he only lost maybe a half a yard or something like that. And and Dak Prescott did something similar to that. And I like those that's the IQ of a quarterback that you don't you don't take those unnecessary pushes, hits, shoves. You don't want to lose a half yard uh, or yard or two yards because, as you could see, I mean, this is a game of inches. So, right. um, yeah, he's got he's got to become smarter with the football. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna poo poo on him because they won a football game, but I, I have some concerns. No, I mean he has some he has some bright spots too. I, I'm still under the belief that he's getting better game by game. If you look at the way he played game one of the season to this fourth game. There are a lot of positives. I mean, he could have – that pass he threw to Hopkins could have been a little bit better, but that was still a pretty good pass. Oh. I mean, and that that would have sealed the game right there had um, um, Hopkins have caught that ball. We, we wouldn't be talking about Frank Wright right now. And But, I mean, besides him, and there were a couple of key runs that he had to, to prolong drives. I did like that also as well. I still see – I still see progression. Yes, you're right. There are some things I'm looking at. I'm like, hmm, I don't know. There's a little bit of concern here and there, but – He's still a rookie. You know, he's only played, I want to say, uh, 12 games now, maybe, if it's that many right now in his career. So he still has a room to grow, and he's still coming off an ACL tear injury. So there's still room to grow there. The, the, the Texans, they had to win this game. They were up 28 to 10. I thought they would, they would put it out, but they weren't able to, but they still came with a win. And we have the Cowboys this Sunday night. So I have a friend that I do a podcast with and that friend said I've got they've got to come out and they've got to come out with fire. I need to see some energy. I need to see this and that. And they've got to blow out this mediocre Colts team or else they were going to be very mad. Mm-hmm. Um they well, would take a win, but they'd be very very mad if they didn't come out like that. Well, see the way What they- would you tell my friend? <laughs> <laughs> the way the game turned out they they were up significantly at one point. They were up twenty to ten, like I alluded to earlier. The Colts did drive right down their throat in the first possession of the game. They like did Swiss cheese. They did. They did. And like hot knife through a <laughs> stick of butter. <laughs> they did. They did. But the Texans were able to rebound, and I did see some of that fire out of you know JJ Watt, Clowney, and a, a couple other players. So that did make me happy. Um, without that touchdown that the Colts gave up, we may be having a different story right now. I think that touchdown helped the one that Clowney scored in the end zone. I think that touchdown helped the Texans gain some confidence. Changed the whole momentum of the game. Right, it did. It did. So, I mean, but they took advantage of it. And not only took advantage of it, they 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 used it. You fell on the ball in the end zone. I know, but they took advantage of it. They were able to get a 28-10 to lead because of that. Okay, and they went on to win the game. Now, that that's huge. I mean, in this game, you know as well as I do. In the NFL, it's a game of inches. It's, it's play by play. You take those plays and you take advantage of it. Even the best teams, they have some. If you want to call it luck, lucky moments during the course of a season or the course of a game. This that may be the moment that turns the Texan season around. We never know. Never know, buddy. Don't roll your eyes at me, bud. So my friend, but that was a bunch of fluff. They like that. That was just that was just a bunch of talk. Like they didn't really need to see that. They're still they're still happy with their team playing mediocre. I'm just trying to figure out how to approach. This, this is what I'm saying. They were up 28 to 10. Okay. They were playing in Indianapolis. Okay. They were up big at one point. So they came out with that fire and energy and everything else. Some that everything that my friend wanted to see from his favorite team, he saw. 
I did not see everything I want to see. Oh, okay. Oh. I saw I saw some of it. Okay, okay. I did not see everything I want to see, but I did see some of it. Did you see fire? Eventually, yes, I did. Did you see a blowout? It, it could have been a blowout. A couple of plays here and there, it could have been a blowout. Were you happy with how that? I'm happy with the win. You're yes. happy with the result. With the are win. you happy with how your team played? <laughs> That's all I want. Why are you be the a hole right? I'm now? just asking Why? a question. Why? I'm asking a question. I am seventy percent happy with the with the way the team played. Okay. The thirty percent is the offensive line, the secondary, and Deshaun Watson holding the ball too damn long in certain situations. But I do think this team is progressing. Deshaun Watson's progressing. It's going to be game by game. So, and do you think that level of play and that level of effort will be enough to help you prevail on the day of reckoning? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, because you know the, the 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 team we're playing, they they squeaked the win out too. Why they against some, a better football team? If you want to say that. I don't know how much better they are. We don't know yet. I okay. think I think it's too early to, to say that. But okay. the Texans got the win, and Good, so congrats. We're gonna see. But let, let's talk about these Cowboys. Let, let let's let's talk about the Cowboys since I've talked about the Texans. The best player on that Cowboy team, the offensive side, is definitely Ezekiel Elliott. There is no doubt about that. Dak Prescott, at best, right now, is an average quarterback. Okay. The offensive line mm, is okay. If not for that big throw to Ezekiel Elliott, we're talking about the Cowboys being one one and three as well. If not for a big throw. Yeah, for that big throw to Ezekiel Elliott for the So uh, you can say that for almost any game. If not for this, if not for that. Okay. We just talked about the Texas game about the fumble, right? Right, but that was that was just that that was a gift. They didn't okay, give, okay, they, that okay. was that was not that was a good how route, many, a good throw, many, a perfect how throw. How many a passes catch. did he throw downfield? A lot, that, that a one. lot that were completed. Uh, that were completed. <laughs> uh, actually, actually, he's seventh in the NFL at thirty three percent of completions of the of passes thrown more than ten yards in the air. He's seventh in the NFL in accuracy. Mm, I gotta look that look that up. Look it up because I don't know if that's true. Don't look it up. I'll be blowing BS I'll, on hey, this I'll, podcast. Hey, no bro. BS here. But to take that shot. At that point in the game, with the game on the line, to a running back, the running back in the NFL, the NFL MVP, um, and to complete that, that was huge. That was huge. That's all we needed. And then to put the game in the hands of a, a rookie kicker? Come on, man. We didn't need to score no touchdown. We just going to kick a field goal and ball game. Just like that. Just like that. Two and two. How would you like to be two and two right now? This is it's okay because we're gonna be two and three. No, you're soon. not. We're gonna be two no, and three not. soon, so it's all right. No, you're not. It's all right. Both teams will be two and three very, very soon. No, so I'm, I'm okay. You don't even believe that. I, okay. I believe that 110. Ezekiel Elliott might rush for 210 yards against y'all. The deciding factor in that game will be Dak Prescott, and he's gonna be young. And, 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 and look, look, look. Dak Prescott. One thing about Dak Prescott is that we know what he's gonna do. We know what he's gonna try to accomplish. What is he and that's, do? And that's gonna be. To an advantage to our secondary. What is he gonna he's do? not going to try and throw the ball deep. You didn't watch <laughs> that, the game. That's what he's not going to try. You didn't and watch do. the game. Not against Texas. He's not going to do it. Why? This wide open. We'll see. We'll see. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that game later. Let's just talk about the the Cowboys and how they squeaked hey, away the against, against the Lions with with a great game, 152 yards rushing, 88 yards receiving from the NFL MVP. Um, what what more can you ask for? Had big plays made. Cole Beasley played well. Um, we we played well. 
we, we played well as a team. Offensive line blocked, blocked a little bit better. Um, Demarcus Lawrence is a monster. Uh, Chris keeps talking about how, uh, and if he doesn't slip on that pass, the touchdown, the last touchdown pass, um, that game probably doesn't end that way. We win that game, you know, easily. But he he beat the rusher, was had a beeline towards the quarterback and slipped, gave the quarterback a little bit more time. Stafford threw a complete pass, and that was just busted coverage. That was not, I mean, that was just mental mistakes that we cannot make. We look like the Texans out there. Like, that's just, you just can't do that type of stuff. Um, but against you guys, play somebody over the top on Hopkins. Uh, Fuller, we'll pay off him a little bit because Deshaun Watson's not getting rid of the ball fast enough. Um, you're done. <laughs> You're done. We, we will discuss that game in detail in a in a later You're podcast. You're right. I, I just I, I just can't stop. Like <laughs> oh, I'm just chomping at the bits. But we beat we beat a line. We beat a very decent Lions team. I don't that know. Lions that, team is not good. They're de- they are decent. They are they're, very they're, they're, they're very decent. They're, de- they're, they're not that good. Man. Let's just don't uh, believe what Chris is telling you, man. Hey, that, they just that, that Detroit Lions team is not that good. They just put a spanking on the Patriots, right? Matt Patricia knows that team pretty well. This team lost a home game against the, the Jets. Come so, on, bro. Come so let on, me bro. ask you this. If the Patriots made it to the Super Bowl and almost won the Super Bowl, the Lions beat the Patriots, we beat the Lions, what does that make us? Nothing. A regular <laughs> a regular football team. I don't know where you're going with that. Hey, you man. missed me with that, bro. Hey, we're going to the Super Bowl, man. I, I, I kept saying NFC. Oh. I'm making a pick right now. Oh. Drug test time. No, I'm making the pick. I need, I need to get something for drug tests. Like every the, time someone says something, I need to get something I that said says the, drug the, test. The surprise would be to see the Saints represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. I'm taking that back. I'm taking that back. So you want to do an actual surprise? <laughs> an actual an actual surprise would be the Cowboys going to Super Bowl. That would go, be more than a surprise. We're going to go 13 and 3 again and go to the Super Bowl. Oh, Trey, Trey, Trey. Yep. What is wrong with you today? Where is where is Trey at? Because this is not Trey. This is somebody else. The, the way they looked, the way they ran the ball yesterday, they only a couple teams in the NFL can run the ball that well. Oh, only a couple. Dope. <laughs> man, you're being a the ultimate homer. Hey, today. I'm just telling you, man. We we played. We looked good yesterday. Those the screen pass to Zeke, and I mean, we had like every lineman we had out there just pulling for that man, knocking people over, guys getting downfield, you know, busting their butts and and doing it all for the team. I couldn't be happier right now. Three and two is going to look nice on us. Saints beat the Redskins next week, and then here we are sitting atop the um, NFC East all by ourselves. All right, man. We'll we'll see. We'll we'll talk more in detail about this day of reckoning. The Texans and the Cowboys, that should be a good one. Uh, We did talk about the Saints a little bit. The Saints, um, they beat, uh, what's the name, pretty badly. Can't remember who they beat now on top of my head. The Saints? Yeah. The Saints the Giants. the Giants. They beat the Giants. They beat the Giants pretty badly. Um, the Giants are not good. They're just not. The Saints offense is just I, Alvin Drew Kamara. Brees is Alvin Kamara and, and, and Drew Brees, and then they're going to get Mark Ingram back soon. Brees didn't even throw a touchdown yesterday. Yeah, he didn't have to, man. Yeah. He went 18 at 32 for 217. I mean, Alvin, he had 134 yards with three touchdowns. He he did the, the most of the work. He he ran the show. I mean, that offense is as complete as it comes, man. Yeah. And save Teddy Ginn from being a bonehead of the week by trying to catch the ball on the half yard line or the one yard line on a punt. Um, but yeah, they they're they're gonna be a force to be reckoned with. They're gonna be a force to be reckoned with just because they're gonna get better. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, with Ingram coming back, you know, Gillisley's not running the ball bad, uh, but with Ingram coming back, they're back. They've got that thunder and lightning back, and whew, it's gonna be they're gonna people are gonna pay. Are you sure you want to take back that? The Saints look like a Super Bowl contender right now. <laughs> they do. I mean, you got the Saints, you got the Rams. Those two teams look like they're gonna be playoff bound. Yeah, that's what it looks know. like, man. They're probably number two and number three in the NFC. I right mean, now. that's what it looks like. I mean, the, the Saints still play in the toughest division in the, in the league. So you don't believe that? We, we don't know. We don't know yet. You don't believe that? <laughs> you do not believe that. All right. So we have uh, New England. They took care of business against Miami and Foxborough. Wasn't even close. Beat the brakes off. They, we, that's what we said was going to happen. <laughs> so I mean, I think did Chris say something different was going to happen? Um, uh, him and his Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, he's man in love crush. with Ryan Tannehill, man. <laughs> Woo. Getting that boy pregnant, man. He's got, <laughs> <laughs> he's got a man crush on Tannehill. But I mean, um, you expected that. New England came off the embarrassing loss. Yeah. Uh, Miami came off a pretty emotional win. They both collided. Everybody was talking about how Miami's 3-0 and and all this, blah, blah, blah. You knew Bill Belichick and Tom Brady were going to be ready, and they were going to, you know, put them uh, a notch down. Yeah. yeah. I don't see New England losing three in a row hardly at all, with the, not with the crew they have in place. So mm-hmm. with that crew, um, but with that crew, I mean with with the co- head coach, Belichick, and Brady, I don't see them ever losing three games in a row. I just don't see it happening. Like, yeah. I just they, They're too good of a team. They're too well prepared. Right. Uh, and what they did, we just don't want to see that. We don't want to see that Patriots team. The NFL doesn't want to see that type of Patriots team. We've, if, we've seen it before. Uh, but we don't want to see it right now. Okay. We don't want to see it right now. I mean, maybe the people, if you live in Massachusetts, you want to see that. But nobody wants to see Sony Michelle rushing for 200 yards. And no one wants to see James White getting 140, 130 yards. Received. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody they still have Josh Gordon too, man. Right. Gordon hasn't even got off track. I mean, got on track yet. And then Gronk is just being Gronk right now. Like he's just being normal Gronk. Um, so yeah, we don't we don't want that. Uh, New England needs to calm down. It, it, it will be we we'll take it week to week. Um, New England, you know, right now they're New England. But we'll see. We'll shall see. Uh so Cincinnati squeaked out a win against the Atlanta Falcons over an ATL. Um, it was a high-scoring game like we expected it to be, 37-36. to 36. Uh, Matt Ryan played okay. Andy Dalton also played okay. Um, they both had three touchdowns. Andy Dalton had about 337 yards. Matt Ryan, 400-something yards. This is the second game in a row Matt Ryan has just played his butt off, and the Atlanta Falcons were not able to come up with a win. <sighs> but the the Bengals are three and one. They're three for and real. one. You know, the only thing I can attribute this to is excellent coaching. And they have I knew you were uh, gonna say that. <laughs> they've got they've got a great leader um who is, is overachieving once again. Um and they right now they probably save the Kansas City Chiefs and the way Pat Mahomes is playing right now. The the Bengals and the Titans probably have to be the two surprises in the NFL right now. Don't think the Ravens are a surprise to some people? Mm, I think people that know, I mean, that talk football, that watch it a lot, I think they knew that. I think they, they knew that that was coming with the down year um, or or the way that Pittsburgh looked at kind of end the year. Um, you could put uh, Baltimore up there, but I think nobody, nobody would have bet that they would be, that the Bengals would be up there. If you If you were not part of that, Nation, um, 
you wouldn't Bango Nation, you would not be a part of that. Or Hude Nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, who that um they you wouldn't be you no, no way. I mean the Bengals, the regular season, they play well in the regular not season. Not this early. Normally I mean, they turn it on a little bit later. I mean, but hey, if they go to the playoffs, we we want to see them with a playoff game. <laughs> playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> we want to see that. I mean, they could do whatever they want to do in the regular season, but until they win a playoff game, then I I can't but with, I can't I can't roll with the Bengals with right Boyd now. Boyd playing but, the way he's playing. Good. But they are three and one. That says a lot. And they are heading in the right directions. Uh, the Bengals and the Ravens look like those are going to be a two teams kind of division with Pittsburgh taking a, a nosedive right now. Yeah. I, I want to say Pittsburgh's one, two, and one. Yeah, one, two, and one. And the, and the, and the Browns are the Browns. They're going to, but the Browns look, they yeah, look but, good. Yeah, but they're going to, they're not, the Browns? they're not a threat to either one of those but they two can, teams. They can beat Pittsburgh. Yeah, but they're not a threat to, uh, Cincinnati or Baltimore, not for a division, right? Not necessarily, but when those two teams do play against oh, one they'll another, be good. They'll be, they'll, it'll be competitive. They'll be very good games. Right. I'm just saying, like division wise, I don't see them being an, uh, a threat to them. Um, and then you get you squeak into the playoffs, man, and I mean, shoot, have one of the better records and get a first round buy or something like that. You never know, right? You right. never know. Andy, imagine that. Andy Dalton find himself in the AFC Championship game because he got a buy in the first round of the playoffs. No, it'll be the divisional game first. Well, they'll win that. Okay, they'll win I'm just that. Okay. that. I said he wins one game, and then okay, he finds yeah. himself in the AFC Championship So you got game. the Bengals and the Super Bowls? There you no, I didn't me? say that. Are you going to go that far? Hey, if they, hey if, man. They, they, they got excellent coaching. They do. <laughs> they do. The best coaching. If, 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 their head coach has been in the league second only to Bill Belichick, so if, you would you would expect that, if right? If Joe Mixon comes back and runs the ball as hard as Giovanni Bernard's running, Bernard's running the ball hard, and he's playing like he wants to, he wants to keep his spot. But if, if they can come back and not work Mixon to death and use both of them in tandem, mm-hmm. I mean, you keep both of them a little bit healthier, hopefully. And, and we and, did talk about that defense. I mean, yeah, I know they got – The defense don't play. Yeah, but they, 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 they get chopped penalties. up. They got chopped up by Atlanta a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> but come on. That's Atlanta. Yeah. I know, I know. Sanu so ate. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, Ridley yeah. ate. Uh, um, Julio ate. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody ate. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Matt Ryan's been playing well. I, I'm. I was happy. I was really. I was shocked. I'm shocked. No, and, Matt Ryan's been playing good this year. Yeah. I mean, the, the Atlanta Falcons could easily be four zero right now. Yeah. Yeah. But they're not. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know how this league is. It's game by game. So Tampa Bay and Chicago. I think the the, the magic is over. <sighs> right. Yeah. He's not getting another shot. Yeah, this is is pretty much done. So I mean, whenever you put expectations on um, Fitzpatrick, it just all goes out the window. It seems like when there's no expectations for him, he he plays great. But once we set expectations for him and start talking about him being the the number one quarterback, the starting quarterback, that all goes out the window. To give a lot of credit to Chicago defense, though, I mean that defense is legit. They, With Camille uh, Camille Mack back there uh, wrecking havoc, I mean, hey, that defense is good. I mean. Khalil Mack is the truth, right? Mm-hmm. I get that. But there was this movie that came out a long time ago called Monsters, Inc. Okay. Uh, it was a cartoon. Okay. And in the cartoon, the monsters really couldn't get to attach to the kids and stuff like that. Because if you start naming and get emotionally attached to people, then you kind of fall in love with it. And then it's hard to see that thing go away. That's exactly – so you could give it like a pet name or a nickname or nothing like that. Because once you give stuff nicknames, you become emotionally attached to it, right? Right. So this whole Fitz Magic and Conor McGregor uh, comparisons, all stuff came about. And then uh, Tampa Bay just fell in love with this dude. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, they forgot 
why they got him and why he came to the team and, and who this man really was. He didn't just all of a sudden become the greatest quarterback in NFL history over the offseason. He mm-hmm. didn't. He is Ryan Fitzpatrick, not Fitzmagic, not anything else. Like he is he's that guy. He's right. a he's a serviceable backup quarterback who can come in and do something that's never been done in NFL history, but that's not sustainable. There's a reason it hasn't been done in NFL history because it's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. They expected him to continue to do that and they were going to ride it to the wheels fall off. Well Damn it, the wheels came off. And mm-hmm. they put in their quarterback who's played just as bad. So all those simulation games he did and all the preparations that he did came for nothing because Jameis Winston looked like poo poo. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. It was embarrassing. So um to be honest with you, I think they're gonna win the same amount of games if Ryan Fitzpatrick is back there as if Jameis Winston's back there. I don't see I don't they're gonna win the same number of games. Not gonna be a difference. So but they need to stop falling in love and crowning people because I think you see people, you know, come out and they show their true colors. So if I say 19 of 26, 354 yards and six touchdowns, who am I talking about? Mitchell Trubisky. Yes, sir. Yeah. Wow. He threw every uh, every third pass was a touchdown. Wow. That is – I picked Chicago to win that game too. I think I was the only one here. <laughs> to pick Chicago, I ain't know they're gonna do them like that. <laughs> yeah, they came, they came out before you know it. Before, before the Red Zone even came on my TV, it was fourteen to nothing. Woo. I was like, "What is this?" Um, it was bad. I mean, but- it's, it's gonna be pretty interesting in the NFC. You have all these teams with these um, young quarterbacks. This is the NFL in general. It's gonna be pretty interesting. Yeah, and and with the Bears playing in the. Toughest division in the NFL. I mean, like somebody the, has told the, the, the you, the jury's still out on no, that. The jury's not well, out. Minnesota. The jury's not out. Minnesota is okay. The Packers are they're okay. Chicago's okay. I mean, and who's the other team in that division? The, the Lions. Let's not even let's not even talk about the Lions. They're right better now. than the worst team in the AFC South. I mean, NFC South. That'll be Tampa Bay right yeah. now. I don't think so. The Lions are better than Tampa. Bay. I don't think so. I don't think so. So I will smack you. With who's the phone. best team? Who's the best team? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Who's the best thing? Until, until, they, until somebody beats him, it's got to be Green Bay. Okay, so if it's Green Bay, uh, then you have the Saints. Come on now. That could be an NFC Championship game. But the Saints are the second best team. Let's just say that. Saints are the second best team out of those two divisions. Out of, on, out of those two divisions? Yeah. Yeah, so the Packers and then the Packers Saints. Packers and the Saints are the third best team. It has to be Carolina, buddy. No. It's I think, the Carolina I think, Panthers. I think the, the Bears will beat the brakes off Carolina. Mm-hmm. Right now, I have to say Carolina. But, hey, you could be right. You could be right. I, I did say earlier before the podcast started, like, hey, your, your division is coming a little bit. But that's because of Chicago. We still have to see they have to be consistent. As soon as Trubisky, has he looked, looked like a rookie yet this year? Yeah. A little bit? A little bit. So let's just wait and see if yeah. we can continue this. We just talked about continuing you, yeah, it. Because that, that was what he did yesterday. <laughs> that, that's not like, what he could do every week. No. It's not. Six touchdowns? Whew. I was like, man, like he, I mean, and he couldn't, man, he was on fire. But when you get people, when you're making people like Gabriel look like Hall of Fame wide receivers, and mm-hmm. I mean, like he doesn't have a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got Trey Burton and mm-hmm. their, their running back is pretty good. I mean, Howard is pretty but good. But Howard didn't do crap. Yeah, and he didn't. He did. It was Tariq Cohen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Cohen, was, yeah. which I put on my bench. Yeah, a lot of people put it on. God. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Jordan Howard had two rushes for like four yards or something like that. Man, it was next to nothing. I'm, I'm, but, I, I might be done with fantasy football, bro. Man, fantasy football is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why people play fantasy football. Man, bro. Hey, 
Yeah. This this has not been a good year for me in fantasy football. If you want any kind of advice on fantasy football, O-N-E, you don't talk to me. I will not give <laughs> you good advice. Just do the opposite. Of everything I do do the opposite because I am I have not been doing it at all with fantasy football. My DFS is. I'm, I'm oh, my daily fantasy has been terrible. I'm, I'm losing money for the first time. Maybe too. Since I've ever started doing DFS, I don't know what's going on. I just don't know what's going on. I yeah. don't know what's going my on. My weekly fantasy, I'm doing great, but my daily fantasy? I'm no not doing sir. no kind of fantasy. <laughs> I mean, fantasy football, fantasy anything. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing good at all. Hey, you leave that. So, hey, leave those personal things out of this podcast. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> you hear me, wifey? Nothing fantasy is going good. All right. So, um, Buffalo went up to Green Bay. They got shut out. But Green Bay, they didn't really look that good. Man, Aaron Rodgers is hurt. He's and he's hurt. hurt worse than what people believe yeah, or yeah. know. This is true. I could see the when he he took off running. I want to say like in the third quarter, and he slid. You could tell by the way he slid that he was hurting, and he didn't want to hurt that knee. I mean, any worse. Um, but man, he's hurt. He's hurt. And with Randall Cobb out as well, um, I don't know how teams aren't getting to him. But that Bills defense played like the Bills defense that that should that people thought they would see all year. Um, I, I got to give it up to to them because I thought that game was going to be much worse than what it really was. If if there was a uh, a full one hundred percent Aaron Rodgers, then it would have been worse than what it really yeah. was. I thought, but yeah, teams got to um, take advantage of this now. The Green Bay just has to hang in there a little bit till Aaron Rodgers gets healthy, and I think they'll be okay. They are my Super Bowl pick, by the way. Um, but Buffalo's not that good. They're just not. No, but they're not as bad as they've shown. I guess they, they, that was an easy way. That was an easy time for them to come out and have a letdown based on what they did last week. Um, and how they handled the Vikings. But they came out, and I thought they played well. And even though it was a hurt Aaron Rodgers, they didn't let some of those people go off like people thought they were. People thought Geronimo Allison was going to have a field day. Mm-mm. And, I mean, he had a decent day, but no, no. Like, they, I thought the, the Bills defense played – they played well. Okay. So, Philadelphia, probably the upset of the the week, loses to the Titans – um, that game was also an overtime. We had like what three mm-hmm. or two overtime games, maybe. Man, it should have been more. Um, but the Eagles, and as I said last week, they're not as good as people think that they are. And I know Carson Wentz is only a second game back. I, I, I think it's the other way around. I think the Titans are a little bit better than we think they are. No, well, I well, if, if, if you can well, rewind I, the tape. No, I'm just I I don't know I don't know what you said, but uh-huh. I think the Titans are a little bit better than what people thought they were. We we can go back to before our preseason com, uh, podcast, and we can go back to our tape last week. I told you their defense is for real, and and their, their defense in in this NFL, there's points are scored a plenty. There's plenty of points scored, but if you can play defense. And you, I mean, you're giving up 20 points or less, 23 points or less. You're giving your offense a chance to win football games. You're going to be in most football games in the NFL. And the Titans' defense ain't no joke. They're no joke. Wentz looked, he did not, he looked confused, man. Like he really looked confused. So um, I'm not interested in playing the Titans, man. I'm not interested in playing them at all. I don't want to play them because uh, defensively they they just they just I don't know, they wreak havoc, man. And I think we're I mean. I told you, and you know this before the, I when on our preseason show, you were picking that you guys were going to win your division. I told you maybe third, first and second was out of there already. No, you said last. Or, last, right? You May, said I last. said maybe. Third. No, you said I last. I said maybe. Well, you are. You will finish last because you won't beat the Colts again, and that's going to be. You're going to go one. <laughs> you probably go one and fifteen. But the the, the Titans are a playoff team. They truly are a playoff team, 
And I think they're one of those teams that you do not want to play. You better bring your hard hats. The Titans are a little bit better than expected. Are they, um, they are who we thought they were. Oh, the Titans are the Titans are the Titans. You, are, you, are you prepared to make that type of statement once again, sir? Hey, the Titans are a little bit better than we thought they were. Oh, but so they're, but okay. not, they're not the Titans, though. The Titans were a playoff team last year. Okay, but are they the... But What are the Titans? Are they a team to be concerned about? They're a solid football team. Should anybody in the AFC there's, be concerned there, there's about There's no concern, no. Okay. I'm not concerned the about the Tennessee Titans. Mark the okay. tape. When you mean concern... Mark the tape. We lost to Tennessee. They had the backup quarterback. I know that. I mean, whatever, whatever, whatever. But concern does not fall into I didn't this say, category for the I didn't say I'm not should the Houston Texans be concerned. I said should the people in the AFC be not you, not your team, because your team is just you know your team is just better. There, than there, there is not a team in the AFC that should be concerned about the Titans. Wow. When you have the playoff team, Mark l- the tape. L- list the playoff teams. You got Kansas City. I don't know why they will be concerned about the Titans. You have the New England Patriots. I don't know why they will be concerned about them. The, 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 the Ravens. The Titans have a better defense than all of them. That's that's fine, but can their quarterback, out of all those teams, their quarterback is the worst quarterback? In this league, is about quarterback play. The defense can be as good as you want to say. That's why. That's why. That's why I have concerns about the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't know. I know a guy named Nick Foles who would say something different than that. And if we're talking about current teams, well, Nick, I know a guy named Dak Prescott who has more wins than most quarterbacks in the past two years. Well, we, we, and we, he would say something different. We talk about Nick Foles though. Nick Foles is not a. He has led teams to playoffs. Okay. It's not like we're talking about Nick Foles as a rookie. He came in as a rookie and led that team to Super Bowl. That's Nick not what Foles happened. Is a bum. <laughs> I, I, I agree with Nick you. Foles is a bum. I'm, I'm, just, I'm agreeing with you. But all I'm saying is that in his resume, he has shown some, some success. Okay. So when we talk about these teams, we, Kansas City's in the same boat. We don't know if Patrick Mahomes can continue to keep this up throughout the full length of a season. We don't know if Marcus Mariota can really actually lead this Tennessee Titan team to a Super Bowl. We don't know what Blake Bortles can do. Super Bowl. But that's the only way I'd be concerned about a team if they're actually Super Bowl contenders. Who are the Super Bowl contenders right now in the AFC? Name them. I think it's really too early to say that. No, no, but if you had to name if, Super Bowl contenders, who are they? Uh, in the AFC? In the AFC. I think there's two. And that would be Kansas City and— No, and, it would be the New England Patriots and— the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, you're out of your mind. But I understand why you're saying that. Because the Baltimore Ravens have a quarterback that has proven that they can take his team to Super Bowl. So that's why I understand it. I still think Kansas City is a better team overall. And, but and, I understand why you're saying that. And as we speak, Pat Mahomes is 7 for 15 for 65 yards. Look at the game just started. The game uh, just started. It's almost it's a half ten, time. It's 10 to 10. It's, it's almost a, a half time. It's a divisional game. We knew already that was going to be a tough game. Going to Mount High is not easy. Oh, we know. That's going to be a tough game. You, you just said it. We no know. quarterback has a week by week. It just golden. It's, no, not even for the greatest. I know, but greatest. You're, crown, you're crowning the Chiefs like they're the best team or a Super Bowl contender. They're not a Super Bowl contender. They are, they are no, they're definitely. Not. No, they're not. Right now, early on. Stop it. Early stop, on, stop they it. are stop a Super Bowl it. contender. Early on. Stop it. Then who is? I told you the Patriots. Why? And the why, Ravens. why the Ravens? Because they have they have they a, have the same record. No, they've got. I mean, they, actually, the, the Chiefs have a better record right, right now. But they don't have that. They don't have that DNA. They don't have that quarterback with that. I mean, we've seen we've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly of Joe Flacco. And in the playoffs, I'm, okay, so I'm trusting Flacco over Mahomes or anybody. That, in that I, I agree with that. I agree with that. No, I do agree with that. So let's go back to the Titans. When you talk about the Ravens, that's a team I'm concerned about. Because of what you just said. Well, I, they I, they have all the ingredients. They have done it before. That quarterback has done it before for that team. I am not concerned about the Tennessee Titans. I'm gonna tell you right now, the Tennessee Titans is they're a team 
I'm afraid of playing them and winning the game 16 to 13. The Tennessee Titans can win a football game like that. Most they teams, can. They can. They, most teams can't do that. Yeah, but that, most but, teams but, aren't going to give. The, but what, what, in this league has changed a little bit. Man. When you talk about in the past, you had defenses that could dominate games. But and right now, defense does. but right now it's by offenses, man. Offenses make great defenses look bad right now in this league. But not they the do. T- but not the Titans, though. Is what I'm telling you. It's early. It's early. The Titans lost to the Miami Dolphins. First game of the season. It's okay. still early. Right okay. after five rain delays. Yeah, that's true too. <laughs> and and so and, and so the and, and they don't and, and they're giving up a bunch of points. I get it. They right. really are. But they find ways to win football games. And that's what it is. It, when you find ways to win football t- games, that's another thing. But for you to say I should be concerned about them, I'm not concerned about the Tennessee Titans. I'm sorry. I'm just not. Now we have uh, the Jets. They went to Jacksonville to face the Jaguars. We all knew that that was going to be. A win for the Jaguars. Um, 31-12. Wasn't close. Nope. It's too many mistakes by the Jets. They got to hold on to the football, keep the football, and they'll be all right. But we already know about that Jacksonville Jaguar defense. And Blake Bortles playing. Chris's favorite quarterback. (laughs) Um, Blake Bortles doing his thing. and uh, 29-38 for 388 yards, two touchdowns, and one INT. Yeah, Without Leonard Fournette. Mm Mm-hmm. How, how much that concern you though? It seems like he has, you know, little nicks and injuries here and there. Does that team need Leonard Fournette to actually really make a push? No, I mean because he hasn't really shown me. I think he had a few last year. He was a beast. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but he, he was part of the reason they got as far as they did last yeah, year. Yeah, but I mean, he. I think I think Blake Boros needs to rely on a running game eventually. He cannot but, just do it all by himself. No, he's not. But I mean, but the the fall off, the drop off between Fournette and. TJ Yeldon, I don't know that um, it's – I don't know if it's that huge. I don't know if it's that big, um, the fall between – if you can get a running back by committee and, you know, and let him just be get healthy again, I think that's what they really need to do because, I mean, uh, he's he's best helping your team when he's out there and he's, he's going to be able to be healthy. If he's not healthy, they keep rushing him back, trying to get him back. I mean, Leonard Fernand had 11 rushes for 30 yards. Two point seven yards to carry. That's not going to get. That's it not going to get it done. Not not for what he. Not for what people expect from him. You can mm-hmm. get the same thing out of T.J. Yeldon at half the price. Um, Yeldon uh, Yeldon had eighteen carries for fifty two yards. Um, so he wasn't that great either. No, he wasn't. Yeah. But what I'm saying, but for that, supposed to be a superstar. But I don't. I mean, and that was against a, a Jets run defense, who's actually pretty good. They are pretty good. They are. I mean, they're a pretty good run defense. But I just don't. I just don't see it. I just, I'm, I'm not impressed with Fournette. I just. I don't know. Felt like we. I don't, he caught lightning in a bottle last year or something. Because I'm not impressed. Okay, I can agree with that. Um. So we have the the third over overtime game last week. Cleveland loses to Oakland in overtime, forty five to forty two. I think Cleveland should have won that game, but. Oakland found a way to win um, late in overtime. John Gruden gets his first win of the season. The, the Oakland Raiders are now one in three. Uh, w- where does Oakland go from here? Do you think that they they make some kind of push? I don't think that they really will. Not in the end of the division that they're in. Their defense I mean, is terrible. Their defense is pretty bad. Um, they should have lost that game. I think the NFL came out and said that mm-hmm. they made a mistake. They made a the mistake. Carlos Hyde. Right, right. Uh, but, I mean, when you talk about you got the Chargers, the Seahawks, the Colts and Niners, you could, you could win three out of those four games. You could, you could, and then you win three out of those four games. You back at four and four. I mean, 
now you're talking in, in the NFC in the AFC West that four eight and eights won that division before. Right, right, <laughs> so, right. So that's a pretty tough division within itself. Yeah, it, it's very. They're always right. very they're competitive. competitive. Yeah. yeah, they're very competitive with each other because of the hostile environments and things like that. But um, I mean, they don't have. I mean, they've got the Cardinals on the schedule as well. But looking at their schedule, man, yeesh. I mean, this football season is just going by really fast, but just really quick. They've got Chargers, Seahawks, Colts, Raiders. I mean, um, I'm 49ers. But after that, they got the Chargers again, the Cardinals, who should be a win. Then they got the Ravens, the Chiefs, the Steelers, the Bengals, the Broncos, and the Chiefs. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. That's Death Row. De- that is truly Death Row. Like, wow. And Gruden, you're just like, man, let me take this in. <laughs> and you know the NFL get him the number one pick or help him get the number one pick and like let him wow. do his thing because I mean, they're going to Vegas. They need as much hype as possible. But that is right. that is murder. That is brutal. That, that that's brutal. that's a tough sc- I, I, I want to see the stats. Well, right on that. now, right now it seems brutal. Let's you know, let's no, wait. No, man, see that's it. you know it is, it is, it is, it is, it is, it is. But I mean, uh, maybe it might be a little <laughs> bit softer, maybe. But right now it does seem brutal. Yeah. Um, twenty-one to forty-one, two hundred ninety-five yards, two touchdowns, two ints. Baker, Baker Mayfield. Mayfield. He looks solid. Mm. I, I like I like his play. I, I don't think. Well, this for me personally, I thought taking a number number one was a mistake. I thought he was going to be terrible, but he's he's not terrible. I'll put it that way. He still makes some rookie mistakes, but I, I like his poise. He has pretty good poise back there. Um, he's he's athletic. Um, he does he makes some bad decisions sometimes, but that's rookie quarterbacks always do that. Right. But he looks a lot better than I thought he would. There is hope in Cleveland. I think well, with that quarterback, there's a little bit of hope in there. What he brings to the table and all the intangibles that he brings to the table, it's beyond football. So. The people in the city of Cleveland have someone that they could like, someone that a lot of some of these younger kids can relate to. He's he's hip, he's cool, fool likes to dance and talk trash and get in people's face and excite the guy. He's a true leader, um, and he's probably a face that they need in Cleveland right now. Um, you know, I mean, and I know it's a totally different sport, but losing someone like LeBron James and stuff like literally, he was handed the keys to the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going to go as far as he takes them. I don't think that that's very far in the next year or two, but his charisma, his personality, all that type of good stuff, I think it's great for the game of football and the city of Cleveland. So um, good for him. But, I mean, he'll be average. He'll be pedestrian for, you know, a couple seasons, but two seasons from now. So how how confident are you in that statement? I'm very confident. So, I, I, no, when he first – Got drafted. I, I was, was very, all for it. I was very confident was for in my, that statement too. But he's showing me a little something. I, I was for. It. I thought he. I, if I was, if I had to take a quarterback in that draft, he would be the number one. Wow, quarterback. Mm. Number one quarterback. I don't know about that. Now, now mind you, mind you, mm-hmm. that my little nephew played with him uh, at Oklahoma. So um, someone who's like my nephew anyway uh, played for him um, at Oklahoma. So I saw a lot of his football games. Mm-hmm. I would not have taken him over. Barkley. Barkley. would not. No, I, with, I'm in agreement with that all the way. I think Barkley moves, is the number one pick, bar none. But with the moves that they were making um, and how much they've struggled at quarterback, I thought you had to go back and get somebody who was a proven winner like Baker, Baker Mayfield. And mm-hmm. that, I thought you, that, you, would, you would get him over anybody else. Right. Uh, and so I thought that's what they had. Now, with the fourth pick, I thought, you know, maybe they would do something a little bit different. But, I mean, hey, it is what it is. But, no, I, I would, I, he was, to me, you go get him. Like that's your franchise. You're gonna put everything you got on this dude's back. So, and he's somebody who can handle. He played Oklahoma. For, he was a walk on for crying out loud. Yeah, he was. Um, and I mean, went to Tech and had to, you know decided to do something a little bit different. And you go to Oklahoma and ball out like that, and you know, hey, 
I, 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 I like him. I, I like him too. I think he's going to be a little bit better than I anticipated coming out. I didn't think he was going to be that good, but he's shown me a little bit something here in this uh, game and a half. They should have won that played. game. They should have won the game. Absolutely. So Baker Mayfield, he is trending in the right direction. Um, he's going to go through some growing pains, but he's a little bit better than I thought he was. He's not going to be the next LeBron. I've heard some things in Cleveland about can he take the you know the next step to be Cleveland's LeBron. He's not going to do, do that. So let me let me clarify what I meant by that. And, no, not not you. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah. But what I meant by that, I don't want to be taken the wrong way either. But I, I'm not saying that he will he will take. Cleveland to those heights, but I'm just saying like if they, the city needed somebody to believe in, somebody to get behind, somebody to rally around, he's perfect for that. Right. A Josh Rosen or Sam Donald, they're not that no, type of no, player. No, 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 they're not. They're they're not. They're, they're, they're they, not. They, they needed somebody who was going to be out there, who's going to be vocal, who's he's very going brash, to be, individual. Yes, yes, absolutely. I, 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 I totally think that's understand what you're saying. Them. Right, yeah. right. I, I agree. Yeah. Uh, but they do lose, but they they look like you know things can get better for them. Um, Seattle <laughs> barely beats Arizona. 20 to 17. Do we have to talk about that game at all? I mean, that was, yeah, because I think, <laughs> I think, I think Earl Thomas is a jackass. No, no, I, they, that, that we'll talk about in more detail. Okay. But, um, the game itself, I don't really, I mean, Seattle it was wins. not, I mean, jo- I mean, I told you guys I was really comfortable and happy with what Josh Rosen because of some of the same intangibles that I talked about with Baker Mayfield. I was, I was not disappointed with Josh Rosen and the way that he played. Um, I think the Seahawks got a lot of work to do. They got a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're one of those people that I think you stand so you stand staunch on your laurels and you do want to say this is the way we play and this is what we're going to do and these are our guys and then it comes back to bite you in the butt. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean that's basically it. But more on Earl Thomas. Um, I know you're a corporate guy. I know you look at things in the perspective of business. But I, you know, I 110. percent I have no. Um, disagreements with what Earl Thomas did. I mean, it's it's an emotional game, right? When you go out there and you give your heart and soul every single day, and then you come out of a game like that with, you know, a season-ending injury could very easily have been a career-ending injury, okay? And this team does not want to pay you. Earl Thomas is arguably the best safety in the league right now. Pay the man. This is why Le'Veon Bell is not playing right now. And that's he, why Le'Veon Bell is reporting to camp. We okay, said, okay. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Look, you can look at it in both, absolutely, um, um, perspectives. Okay, the business side of it, Seattle's giving him the middle finger too. This is, this is why we give you an extension. This cold blooded, it is because you are looking at those players as more pawns than actual human beings. That's just the bottom line. That's how it is. Because when someone like that gets hurt, and you basically don't give a damn about that. That's what you're. That's what you're doing now. But I can understand why Earl Thomas or why any um, player in this league that feels like they're not being um, paid um, sufficiently would would be upset as she was like that. I would have given the middle finger as well too. I mean, so 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 my problem with that, and and this is not being a corporate person. This is being a team player, right? So well, you did I, that to well, your well, sideline. No, no, no. I don't know. If, I I thought it was directly towards coaches. I don't know. I don't know if it was directed toward the team or not. I, I, I don't think they have a coach's section in that on, well, on the sideline. Well, from what I from what I was seeing, I thought that was directed towards Pete Carroll. Right, but uh, and I'm sure it probably was knowing Pete Carroll's role with the organization and stuff like that. But I mean, like, I just think that what does that tell me as your teammate? Like, I mean, we're all playing for the for the uh, according to the contract that we all signed. 
Yeah, but right, and I'm bit. going to roar, and and that could have easily been any of his other teammates, um, and any of them. And so, and and if I'm not mistaken, a couple of his teammates got hurt a little bit early in that game as well. But now, as an NFL owner, the Cowboys didn't want to trade for you. Right, the Cowboys pushed back and they, they didn't want to. They trade. did want to trade for him. They just couldn't get it done. Right, right. So now, now, if you're an NFL owner and you saw what he just did, how much of a hurry are you going to be to go out there and try and sign this guy? Well, it just depends on what the what team you're with. It doesn't matter what team. Look, Do you look, really look. think people are going to be in a rush to try and sign this guy? Not now because he got hurt. That's it. it that's it, a reason. It was a clean. It was a clean break. No ligament damage. No nothing like that. So I mean, they said he but, would be. But he'd still, be ready by the still, Super Bowl. But it's still out there. Right. It's still out there that he got hurt. Right. That's that's regards to whatever. You look at it from the business perspective. If someone's coming off injury, you might give them less money because hey, you're coming off yeah, this but he's, injury. He's gonna be ready by Super Bowl. Like he got a broken leg. He's gonna be ready by Super Bowl. Like that's they. They've you, already you, come you, out and said look, that. Look, you're talking. Exactly like someone who's a corporate guy. No, I'm right just now. saying. If you don't realize that, that's what you're doing. You're talking like a corporate guy. Hey. You're looking at this guy and you're saying, hey, you're going to be back by a Super Bowl, but I can just see some teams saying we're not going to give you as much because you're coming off an injury. Prove yourself first after the injury. Yeah, Don't, don't take into not- account everything you've done before the injury. Yeah, but also. We want you to prove something afterwards before we actually pay okay, the money you deserve. But also prove that you're not going to hold out. Also prove that you're not going to just give everybody in the organization the middle finger as you're getting carted he, off. He held it's a out. Game of football. Why did he hold out? Because he wasn't getting paid accordingly. Okay. That's why he held out. So, he would not have held, held out if the Seahawks paid him like the best safety in the league. Period. So there's there's – there's a time and a place for everything, right? There's right? a time and a place for the Seahawks to pay the man, right? So, if, I mean, he could have, he could have, he, he's got an option, right? If you don't feel like you're getting paid enough, why didn't he sit out? He wanted to play. He 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 had the 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 hunger and and, and the the enthusiasm to actually play the game, and it and it bit him in the ass. And they also said that they would. I mean, so if he didn't play, would he have made any amount of money that he's made so far? This season, but he's not going to make that money now that he's hurt. Yes, he will. he's not going to make more. Well, I, well, I don't he's know not. now because of his attitude and what he's doing. It, but his play it's on the because, field is it's, it's more so because of the injury. His play, everybody knew the situation coming in, right? But the way he was showing out so far this season, his play on the field was going to get him this, exactly. just as much, if not more. Exactly. But he's been playing that way. Mm. It's not like he just came out and that's the way he's playing. He, that's he, why he held out in the first I think place. This would be one of his big. I think this would uh, have a, allowed him to have a better argument because he doesn't have half the talent that he's had before with everybody else going the legion of boom was like okay they're pretty good but they're the legion of boom it's not one person right now all those dudes are gone mm-hmm. all those guys are gone and now you can come back and say look i did this and i had these stats without those clowns now i think you're talking about a different story so i think he had he was a person whose stock was rising even this late in his career now I think his attitude is killing it. It's the injury. He wants to talk about attitude. Yeah, man. I, uh, there are a I lot of can't. players in the league. There, there is not a perfect player in the league. I didn't say it's perfect, but so you don't all, do that. All you don't players, do that. all players have some kind of chip on their shoulder. Right, but you don't all flick of off do. your sideline, bro, as you're walking off on a cart. Like I, I just, I, don't, I, I can't, I can't look, look. I don't know, I don't know what Pete Carroll did on the other side. Pete Carroll might have flicked him off as he was on the court. I don't know what he did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know. So that would be him, funny. <laughs> it would have been funny, but. I, I'm on the side of, of Earl Thomas here. I just am. If you go out there and you play hard and you're an elite player, so what if, I'm talking about elite players now. So what? So how would you feel if you owned a business and you did? You went and paid him all this money, and now he's hurt and can't play. But look, look, look. It, it, you can either look at it from the business side for your team, or 
You can look at it as a business side, as a player. I can't see myself right now being the owner of a football team. I can more so see myself being a player. If you can see yourself being an owner of a football team, then you might look at it differently. I mean, this is just the way it is. There's a very, you know, gray area in between here. I understand that. But if you're an elite player and you play football more so than any other sport, your money's not guaranteed and it's the most brutal and violent sport out there. Some of the money is guaranteed. Yeah, some of it is guaranteed. And but you not- have incentive and it's incentive laden so that way you can get more money based on the number of snaps, but the number the, of but, interceptions, the number of tackles. But, so, but the 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 um the chances of you getting hurt are greater in the NFL than it is in any other. Right, but, any but other we sport. know that going into it, though, right? I understand that. So when it comes, I'm and I'm talking about elite players now. I'm talking about elite quarterbacks, elite defensive players. Look at Khalil Mack. Look at uh, uh Aaron Donald. Look at uh, uh you know the guy right now that just got hurt. They want to get paid because they're elite players. They don't know how much longer they're going to be playing this game. You can get hurt in a heartbeat. So you want to get paid what you're worth. I don't understand how that's so. No, I understand that. I understand that. But, I mean, he'd be an unrestricted free agent next year. Out of the $40 million, he got $25,725,000 was guaranteed. He got $19 million at signing he got half of his contract when he signed his contract. Mm-hmm. So, so are, you, are, you, are you looking at, it at as far as money? Or are you looking at it as far as how much he's actually worth? I mean, based on what other uh, what his the going market is for for safety in the league, he's getting eight and a half million dollars a year. That's what his contract comes out to be. Eight and a half million. So are, are you a year. saying that he should be happy with that? The eight and a half million dollars a year. That's what you're trying to tell the me. The going market for the for the agents. Um, for the, I'm sorry, for the safeties in the NFL, probably. Man, I don't, I don't know, man. I know how you like to look at these things from the business side, but I, I cannot be. He gets a hundred thousand dollars for working out, um, and staying in shape. Um, look, when you're an athlete, you live in a totally different world than other people do, right? Especially when you're an elite athlete. D- no matter what you do, if you're playing that at a high level, you don't want to be screwed over. You don't want someone to pay you less than what you're worth, especially since you're playing that um, particular sport or position at such a high level. And if if that's what you think is going on, then, yeah, you should sh- sit out because you never know when you're going to get hurt and your 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 value is going to go down or you're not going to be able to play the game anymore. Let's look at Tyler Eifert. I mean, I'm not saying oh, that, that, was he, that was a nasty injury, but he's, you know, his stock has gone down now because of that. He's never going to get paid what he could have gotten paid when he played at a, at a high level in this in this game. It's just not going to happen. So NFL's highest paid salaries, average salary per year, Eric Berry, $13 million, Cam Chancellor, who's retired, mm-hmm. $12 million. Uh, Lamarcus Joyner, eleven million. Harrison Smith, ten point three million. Earl Thomas, ten million. Okay, maybe he wants to be paid up there with Eric Berry. Do you, if you had to choose one or the other, who would you choose? I think they're they're both in the same category. Nah. I think that they're they're both really good safeties. I mean, if, if I'm not I'm not saying that's ludicrous that he wants to be paid that amount. That's all I'm saying. I mean, if you have your preference of a particular safety, he shouldn't be that far down the list. He's six. He shouldn't be that far down the list, and and, and he's the, arguably the best safety in the league. And the and the team was already paying another one twelve million. So yeah, twenty two million dollars tied up at safety. 
That's twenty two million dollars. That's, that's the Seahawks problem right there. Yeah, they so, need to pay the man. So yeah, no, nah, he he was wrong for that man. I don't care how. But you got you got to look at you got to look at it as a play. If if the team puts all their stock in certain positions, that's not your fault as a player. Bro, you still want to get paid if, what you're due listen, or what you're worth. If Earl Thomas was my son, and mm-hmm. I saw him do that on national TV, I would have this exact same conversation with him. Son, you're wrong for that. You're wrong for that. Like that that's as your teammate and everybody else, I mean, I granted, nobody wanted to see that happen to you. Of all people, our emotional leader, our captain, that dude, you're that man for this team. And for me to be sitting over there on the sideline, clapping you on, however I might be feel, feeling some type of way about you, and then all I see is you doing, you know, giving me the middle finger from all the way across the field. I don't know who that's at. Are you mad at all of us? Are you mad? Uh, we don't know that. So as your teammate, that pisses me off. And that's not right. I, I, look, it's, it's if, the emotional If you got a problem game. with Pete Carroll, have to take that up with Pete Carroll and the owners. Or do mm. it to the skybox. Don't do it to the, those your your brothers at war with you. I shouldn't say that because that's not war. I get it. But you know what I mean. Like, we, we know what you mean. Come yeah. on. We, we, we all know what you mean. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's amazing how good. Politically correct all the time. Right. Politically correct. But Earl Thomas... I don't know who he was doing that to. I don't know specifically. But even if I, on the other side, as a teammate, I feel bad for the guy. Of course. He he gets hurt. I know he has a lot of stuff going through his head. It's very emotional time for him. I can see a lot of players doing the exact same thing that he did. And I know it's an emotional thing. I know it's not personal between him and the players that he plays with. I just know that's not. that. That's what I what I see from that. Yeah, I hope so. So anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, the other game, San Francisco loses to the Chargers 29 to 27. Do we need to talk about that at all? This is typical Chargers September. That's all I got to say. Typical Chargers September. Because come November they'll win four or five games in a row. They always do. Uh, but they won though. But yeah, but that but that game should not have been close. It shouldn't have been close with a backup quarterback. Yeah. Um, just a team that's just all over the place right now. There's no way that game should have been that close. No way. They should do a documentary on the Chargers. <laughs> they really should. I think they should do it on their fans because their fans have got to be. They they they've got to be on another level. They they lost the San Diego lost the team. Mm-hmm. Those that stuck with him are still putting up with this roller coaster of a, a well, yeah, team. The, the, the documentary would be about the Everybody. fans, <laughs> the team, the coaches, the owners. It will be. I'll watch it. You I would do it. Jones almost bought the Chargers. What? He almost bought. It the, wouldn't be the same. He almost bought. Jerry the Chargers. Jones is a cowboy. No, I'm just telling you. He almost bought the Chargers. Wow, that wouldn't have been the same. No, cow, cow, his his just the way his aura is cowboy. It's yeah. Dallas. It yeah. wouldn't have been the same unless they were in L. A. Maybe be a little bit different, but he's, he's they would have been in LA a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> he, right. he wouldn't have. He probably would have tried to get two teams in Dallas. <laughs> um, but you know, Philip Rivers was Philip Rivers in that game, twenty nine to thirty nine, uh, two hundred fifty yards, three touchdowns, and a interception. Um, but the game shouldn't have been that close. The Chargers are they're 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 a scary team because you never know what Charger they 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 play up to the their opponents yeah. and they always play down. To their opponents as yeah, well. I don't get it, man. But th- I don't get it either because it, this is just the Chargers. And the crazy part is, it doesn't matter who's coaching them. It's That's been the same exactly, story for a long time. Exactly. It's like they've got something hanging over them or something. I don't know. I just I, it, it's the same Chargers. They might as well have Marvin Lewis over there, man. Hey, they win that division. <laughs> uh, so that was all the games that we went over right now. Uh, we're in the middle of recording 
during the um, Denver KC game. Denver is up at halftime, thirteen to ten. I wonder who's gonna win that game. We both picked. Did you pick Denver? I, I picked, picked Denver. Denver. We both picked Denver. Yeah. Wow, we picked a lot of the same stuff. Yeah, that's why your record's so good last week because you were hey, looking doing me. Mine was record better than yours. Hey, I had one. I you had one more loss than I did. Back last to week. that. Back to that Earl Thomas thing, really quick. Okay. That's why Le'Veon Bell's coming back. I I, I I shouldn't say that's the only reason why. I promise week, you that has after the bye week, right? That's what you say. He might come back week seven because I, I think he's probably thinking to himself like, "Oh, hold up." I mean, first of all, he's lost what five games? They played four games. Well, the Steelers uh, are talking six. about trading him though, right? Well, yeah. I mean, and maybe they have a trade in the works, but right? If he misses six weeks, I mean, he's already talking about missing five million dollars. So he's already been hitting the pocketbook, but now. I think right now Earl Thomas, it's shown that you could get you could sit out and your stock is going to go lower anyway. You got a year off of football. No one but knows see, what you're going to you, do. You got to understand. I keep on going back to the elite status of player. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on. You can, you can do anything in the NFL and you're not playing anymore. Right. You you can protest. No, you're right. <laughs> you're, you're not playing anymore. Look at Eric Reed. Yeah. He protested and it took him this long. To get signed by a team. He is a good, good safety. There's no reason he should be out that long. He, so when you're playing, you have to make sure you have to look at yourself as a business, your own yeah, self. Right? Like an independent you're, contractor. You're, yeah, you're you're a business. You're gonna try to get as much money out of the game right now as possible. Look at people who've already played the game and they're out and they have all these issues going on. Oh yeah. They I bet you they wish they got more money. He who has the goal makes the rules. And as long as it's that way in the NFL, Mr. Corporate, right here talking. <laughs> it sounds like a disclaimer, <laughs> like you're speaking about a disclaimer right here. That's hey, what it if you've got like. the gold, you make the rules. And I think he's looking at stuff like, look, I mean, because that could happen to him. That could literally happen to him. What happened to Tyler Eifert was, I feel so bad for that guy. Yeah. Uh, and and I, no one deserves to get hurt like that. But that could happen to him. But. You could sit back and not do anything at all and hope everything works out or get out there and try and earn it and make your choose your destiny, help make your destiny. Um, and I just thought it was a little coincidental that that happened with Earl Thomas and now he's coming back. Maybe there's a trade in the works. Maybe he will be a Jet. Maybe. I don't think they trade him to the I AFC. Hope, I hope he goes to Green Bay. I doubt Ooh, that would happen. No. I hope so. Ooh, I hope so. I, I wish. I want to see, see Aaron Rodgers have a running back that he can depend on. <laughs> I really do. He's I would go, love to he's see gonna that. He's going to go to New England. If that happens, <laughs> he's not going to New England. You but, just saw the look on your face. No, no, no. I was still in transition <laughs> of the bell going to Green uh, Bay because he caught me off guard with that. But going to New England would not be. It's not an option. That, no, no. But if he did go to Green Bay, having him and Aaron Rodgers there, that would just be wonderful. And I'm not even saying that the greatest quarterbacks have had good running backs anyway. Most of them really don't. Mm. I mean, not really. Yeah. Who? I mean, think about Tom it. Brady. Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman had Emmitt Smith. But Troy, <laughs> Troy Aikman had Emmitt Smith. <laughs> Joe Montana uh, had Roger Craig. Yeah, he was all right, but you know, Roger Craig was okay. Roger Craig, come on, he bro. Was, he was good. He was good. Come on, I mean, no, no, no. No, he was good. He was good. He was good. But he's not. He's not a name that. We talk about the greatest running backs of all time. Right, it's an automatic. Yeah, but you don't even have any. But Aaron Rodgers haven't had anybody at that level. No, Big Andy Lacy. Big Andy Lacy. He was 
terrible. You remember that year? <laughs> you remember the year where he actually was going to be a well, starter? Yeah. And people were talking about, this is going to be the yeah. guy that he was. No, oh, no, he was no, 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 no. He was but terrible. Most I think a lot of good quarterbacks had. I mean, Elway had Terrell Davis. Yeah, but he. Tro- when they actually, won. Yeah, he actually was the. the the driving um, force behind that team that year. Mm-hmm. They won because of Terrell Davis. Right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. But yeah. that wasn't Elway either. It wasn't that El- that Elway at that time was a watered down version of Elway. Yeah, he was still pretty damn good. Yeah, he was still pretty good, <laughs> but he was still a watered down version of himself. Yeah. Dak has Zeke. Yeah, but Dak is an average quarterback at best right now. No. Oh, I thought we were talking about great quarterbacks. My bad. No. <laughs> Dak is not a great quarterback. <laughs> Don't even try it, sir. <sighs> All right. So. NBA preseason has um, gone underway. Uh, I haven't been able to really catch all the games. I've caught bits and pieces here and there. But it has to be exciting that the NBA is just around the corner. It seems like the summer's gone by so fast. Man, I mean, we're already we're here. Yeah. In NFL season. Yeah, man, it's going by too fast. It's going by really fast, really, really fast. The NBA preseason got off. I mean, DeMar DeRozan wasn't very happy to be in a Spurs uniform. He wasn't happy to get traded there. They're gonna be good. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be good, man. I know you're gonna think I'm crazy, but they're gonna be. No, I, I hate saying it too. I, don't, I, don't, I absolutely hate. I don't, saying I don't think it. you're crazy because when you have um, Popovich there and you have uh, Demar De- 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 Rosen there, and you still have some of those other key pieces, Aldridge and Murray. And right, right. You, I do expect them to be a playoff team. Let's let's put it that way. Yeah, they're gonna but, be good. They're not going to be. They're not going to be up there with the Rockets. Oh, man. I think. Man. I think you're underestimating how good this Rockets team I really don't, is. And, I mean, I, I don't know how good the Rockets are going to be. To be honest with you, I don't. I mean, I, I, I don't, I'm not buying see, all the, the hype. And yet. that's that's what I don't understand. This team was not this game. team. Not this team. Not this team. When you have your core, your core is still there. You have James Harden. You have Chris Paul. You still have PJ Tucker. You're you're putting too much stock into Trevor Ariza. I mean, this has to stop. The whole this whole thing about the Rockets. The Rockets were a game away from going to the finals, and they would have beat Cleveland in the finals. Period. They were the second best team in the in the NBA last year, and that's just it. And they have gotten better this year with no, the they additions they made. Yes, they no, have. No, they have not. They are and definitely a better out. team. You're going to find out. You're going to find out. I don't understand what you're saying. I, right and, and I know you wore your Rockets shirt today for a reason, but Jimmy is in for a long season. Well, Jimmy Butler is not a rocket yet, no, so I don't about, understand you know what you're talking, talking about. about. You know if, what I'm talking if Jimmy about. Butler becomes a rocket, nah, then that's even not, more so. It's going to be he's over. He's not going to be a rocket, first of all. Yeah, and you mentioned Jimmy Butler, though. Uh, no, I said Jimmy Harden. Jimmy Harden. Who is Jimmy Harden? <laughs> Jimmy I've Harden. I've never heard he of such a man. The person's shirt you're wearing, number thirteen. His name is James Harden. His name sir. is Jimmy <laughs> James Harden. You're going to start saying one day. You're going to say his name correctly, man. Please. When when the Rockets win a championship, will you say? James Harden. If they, yeah, I will. I'll call. So, him. so him being the MVP isn't enough. No, for you. It was, that was him, a, him, that was given. That was li- fake. What? Fake news. <laughs> fake news. He didn't deserve uh, that for the for the regular season accomplishments. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. Y'all, the the Raptors. I think. I mean, it was. Only I'm, one I'm more game. afraid of the Raptors than I am of the Spurs. Okay, fake news again. But I'm the, more the Raptors, afraid of them. I think the Eastern Conference needs to be worried about them because I no, think they are. Be, I think they're going to be a really. They're going to do well in the East. No, that's what I'm saying. They're but, in the East. But just to see the little glimpse of what it looks like when Gordon Hayward Hayward was on the floor with Horford, or will be on the floor with Horford and Kyrie Irving. And Jalen Brown, and then you got people, someone like Jason Tatum coming off the bench. There's some people Bruh. on this podcast that think that the Celtics are overrated. What? Yeah, 
I, I never said that. No, I'm not saying it was you. Oh. <laughs> Chris. Chris is one of those people. Hell yeah, you know Chris. He thinks the Celtics are overrated. He thinks the coach is overrated. He's smoking. You remember? I don't remember that. He's talking about the, the, the coach being uh, overrated and all that stuff. Those, those kids are going to be good. Those kids are going to be really good. The Celtics are hands down the favorite in the East. Barring I don't some... want to hear, in, barring injury, of course, right. but I don't want to hear hell, anything else about if that. If two of them get injured, they're they still, 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 still the going to go, yeah. They're still the favorite. I mean, it, it, now LeBron is gone. I mean, the Celtics are the favorite in the East. Yeah. And I, I'll, I'll go as far as to say I want to see how the season progresses, but don't 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 sleep on the the, the Celtics being the, the, the champions. Don't sleep on that. The Celtics are good. If Ky- Kyrie has proven that he can get, I mean, bar, uh, granted it was with LeBron, but he's proven that he can get what? <laughs> it is more so about a matchup. Yeah, no, they're gonna they're gonna be. I'm I'm I'm, I'm I can see it right now. It's gonna be like 85, 86, You know, Lakers Celtics. <laughs> early 80s the NBA gets what they want mm-hmm. Lakers and Celtics LeBron and Kyrie I already see it happening but I think the the story I, I, we talked about the parody in the Western Conference but in the Eastern Conference bro the Wizards are going to be good I think you're going to see a resurgence in Dwight Howard mm-hmm. not shooting three pointers but I think you got I mean that's what he wants to do right, but you got the Wizards <laughs> you're going to have the I can't, Raptors I can't the Wizards the Wizards and the Raptors oh, I like the Raptors don't get me wrong but it's hard for me to continue year by year Saying the Wizards and the Raptors, and they continue to disappoint. Well, there's, I mean, that's just, there's you, a, they have additions, they have new additions. I know that. But there's one thing missing. What's that? LeBron James. For the Wizards? For, I'm talking about out of the Eastern Conference. I mean, but so, for the, for the Wizards, else, LeBron James has nothing to do with it. Right, but everything, but everything else opens up. I mean, I'm just talking right I now. I understand that, but still, until Watch. they, until they can prove, because you still got the Celtics, you still have, the Philadelphia 76ers, okay, you still have the two, Milwaukee Bucks. Three. They're a dangerous team, too. The Raptors and, and the Wizards. Okay, the Raptors and the Wizards, they have to prove it to me. Watch. I'm sorry. I'm just telling you I'm, right now. I, I'm in agreement with the Raptors more so watch. than the Wizards. I don't just know about the Wizards. I don't know what, what are you saying? The Wizards, Raptors, Eastern Conference Finals? Is that I'm not saying me? that. I'm just so saying what that are you I, saying? Think they're going, I think they're going to give some teams some fits. Okay, they gave some teams some fits, but they have never. The Wizards, have they gone past the second round of the playoffs? No. They. I'm just telling you, this could be the year that they do it. I don't think so. This could be the. I, I don't. Do I don't think so. you talk about matchups. This is gonna be Mm-mm. if they stay. If they remain healthy, I don't see it. Okay. Now no. I, I'm specifically talking about the Wizards. Now Toronto Raptors. Yeah. I, I, I'm on the. I don't want to be on the bandwagon, <laughs> but I'm there. I have to be. Yeah. I, and, I, and I hope they don't burn me again under the year. I know it's a, they, it is a different team though. But yeah. I was burned by them last year. I yeah, did not I expect them to get. They're going to have a different by Cleveland. They'll have a different uh, mentality, a different focus, and. I have a player who wants to get the hell out of there, so I think he'll be mm. playing his ass off to to try and get to prove something. Absolutely, and I mean, heck, if they catch lightning in the bottle and wind up winning, I, I just don't want him to be banished there forever. I just want—I don't want him to be MVP or anything like that, because that means he would have to give a speech, and if something's <laughs> funny to him, we're going to hear that creepy hey, man, laugh get off again. His laugh. Oh, get gosh. off his laugh! I, I can't, I can't do it. Hey, San Antonio—he's he, a weird guy, me. man. I, I mean, <laughs> I think he's a weird guy. Yeah. He might be a serial killer or something. I don't know. But that's messed up. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Kawhi's camp. But I did see. It was see- a joke. <laughs> People can't take jokes anymore. Damn. I did see the Lake Show last night. And, um, man, they the, the aura that surrounds LeBron James. The Lake Show is back. Man, 
And and when I saw the second team out there, I don't know what happened with BZ. I got to check up with him and see what happened. But when their second team was out there, I was like, damn, this second team is better than our starting lineup from last year. <laughs> JaVale McGee looked like a monster. JaVale uh, McGee. Bro, I don't know if you saw it, but on the tip-off, mm-hmm. they tipped the ball. Rondo controlled the tip and threw an alley-oop to McGee from half court. Mm-hmm. But and I was like, uh, and he done, and I was like, this is like Showtime is is back. Rondo's passing the ball. I mean, he was hustling and rebounding. And real quick, LeBron played. He was only supposed to play like eight minutes in the first half, right. first quarter. He played about nine. Mm-hmm. And they said, we'll see if he comes back. He's not playing the second quarter, but we'll see if he's coming back in the third quarter. We'll let it let it ride. The Lakers were struggling, and then they started biting into the lead. And he got up off the bench and told Luke Walton to put him back in the game. Mm-hmm. And so they put the starters back out there in the second quarter of a first preseason game. I was like, wow. And when he was out there, obviously, the league gets cut really quick. And then he goes back to the bench and everything's over. But to see those young players stepping up, wanting to prove themselves, Kuzma goes to the bench. It's right next to LeBron. Like, this is what people are going to be paying attention to, these little bitty things all year long. And I'm just – it's a great time to be a Laker fan. If mm-hmm. you want to apply, you're more than welcome. I don't know if it will get approved, but you could apply if you want to join the the bandwagon. The Lakers bandwagon. Yeah, but you have to do it before the first game. No, I'm already fully employed to the to the Rockets, sir. Uh, I'm on that bandwagon. I've been on that bandwagon for a very, very, very long time, going back to Hakeem Olajuwon. We'll ride that to the damn and, wheels. And Clyde off. Drexler. Yeah, You'll I will. Continue to be upset. I will. I, I, I'll continue to ride that, sir. Yeah. I will. I, I, I'm quite content in riding sleep. that bandwagon. You sleep over there. I've driven it a couple of times. So I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm good with it. I'm sure I am. I've been there for Akeem. I've been there for Yao Ming, Tracy McGrady, Steve Francis, all of them. Okay. And I'm still going to be here. I'm not going to jump off ever, ever. That goes for the Astros and for the Texans as well. Man. I'm still there. That's I'll better. ride forever. Yeah. Good for you. Good, good for me. Good for me. At least all my teams are in the same city, sir. <laughs> <laughs> And all of y'all are miserable. Uh, no, we're not. No, Except we're not. Astros fans. Astros, Rockets fans are not miserable. You we're should not, be. For what? You ain't won nothing since you were in elementary school. Oh, God. We almost did it last year, sir. Almost. We almost did it, man. Well, and we have an MVP on our roster. So there's nothing to be miserable about. You know when people get really, really excited with almost when they're throwing horseshoes and hand grenades? That's it. Nothing else counts. Almost. That's it. Horseshoes and hand grenades, and and, they, and the Rockets don't play with either either of those. The Rockets are in an era right now that consists of the. The Golden Rockets State. are an error right now. They're in an era right now that <laughs> consists of the Golden State Warriors, and I, I'm thoroughly proud of what the team has been able to accomplish with that team in the NBA. Because you could very easily have folded and said, "Hey, we're not going to beat this Warriors." Is that team. what they did? They did not. They did not. Isn't that why Chris they, Paul they, didn't they, play? They, they, they went and got Chris, Chris Paul. Isn't first that of why all, he didn't play in the last game? Because he, he got hurt. Because oh, he got hurt. Oh, my bad. He got I hurt. He was scared. No, he got hurt. Because if he would have played, he would have shimmied all over Steph Curry again. He probably would have missed 21 three pointers in a row. Huh? No, he wouldn't have. Oh, okay. No, he would have. That wouldn't have happened. But anyway, do we have anything else to talk about, sir? Because you are <laughs> pissing me off. <laughs> uh, Let's be done with it. Now, nah, man. Hey, the day of reckoning is coming. So then, the, I'm sure we might as well just clear the air for for the next show because I'm just telling you, boy, woo, I'm just telling y'all right now. If y'all listen to this and y'all are not a Cowboys fan, y'all best the hope the Texans find something and they let them drop 
for one game, and they better beat the Cowboys. Because if they don't, let me let me tell you something. I know what kind of man Trey is. So if the Texans do win, we may have a new co-host because <laughs> I, I don't know how he's going to be able to handle it. Um, just letting you guys know, if you if you're a fan of the Cowboys or Trey, when the Cowboys lose that game, Trey might just dip out. So, you know, just so you know. Not worried. <laughs> I ain't worried about nothing. Uh, We're going to find out, though. We will. We will. Guys, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. It has been a pleasure. If this is your first time listening to our show, you can subscribe to us on iTunes. You can um, subscribe on our uh, website as well. That's newchannelsports.com. Or you can follow us on Podbeam. That's newchannelsports.podbean.com. And that's new channel spelled N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L. It's been a pleasure, Trey. Always. Go Cowboys. I can't wait for the Texans to beat the Cowboys. Ain't happening. <laughs> it's going to be lovely. 13, for thir- 13 to 13. Mahomes is 11 for 22. You, you expect games like this. Thanks for listening to the new Channel Sports Podcast. Leave comments. Please rate the podcast with five stars. And don't forget to subscribe.